0: Hello, my name is David Turner, and this is uh, Lunar Poetry Short. It's a bit different today because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, You join me in my kitchen in Camberwell. It's 6.53 in the morning. It's the 23rd of December. No, it's the 24th, and it's Christmas Eve. Fucking hell. I lost the date because yesterday was all kinds of podcast bollocks. But um, hello, Lizzie. Hello. Lizzie Palmer's with me sometimes host full-time don't no don't say pain in the ass. do we? how are you doing <laughs> no <laughs>
1: i'm really tired but i'm excited it's gonna it's be fine
0: f- we're full of we're like um uh really shit breakfast djs <laughs> sort of understand now what i have to shout at you in the morning um what you're about to hear is uh i've collected poems from five really talented poets They're going to, um, you're just going to, there's no chatting. You're just going to hear the poems. Um, Don't expect too much. I cannot edit. It's going to be the clunkiest shit you've ever heard in your life. Um, But to start off with, uh, Lizzie's going to read a poem. Off you go.
1: (laughs) Hello, I'm Lizzie Palmer. Um, I'm going to read a poem by Henry Longfellow. Um, I chose it as it's the first thing I thought of when I thought of a Christmassy poem, but it's actually not at all Christmassy, because it's about snow. So it's more of a winter poem. Uh, It's called Snowflakes. Out of the bosom of the air, out of the cloud folds of her garments shaken, over the woodlands brown and bare, over the harvest fields forsaken, silent and soft and slow descends the snow. Even as our cloudy fancies take, suddenly shape in some divine expression, even as the troubled heart doth make in the white countenance confession, the troubled sky reveals the grief it feels. This is the poem of the air, slowly in silent syllables recorded. This is the secret of despair, long in its cloudy bosom hoarded, now whispered and revealed to wood and field.
0: And uh, on the morning of probably the most mild Christmas you've ever experienced in the south of England you get a poem about snow (laughs) and uh, I'm not uh, being flippant when I say I hope that the weather if you're listening listening in North England isn't too terrible Um, yeah so you're gonna hear uh, some poems by if I remember the order correctly Nilo Sullivan, Vicayo Balagoon, Grim Chip, Travis Alabanza and Michi Morath And all of these poets have been on the podcast, or, well, with the exception of Travis, who we'll hope to have on in 2016. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Um, Thank you, Lizzie.
1: Thank you.
2: Hello, my name is Nilo Sullivan. I'm known by some as the regular host of the long-running Covent Garden open mic event, Poetry Unplugged. I have some Christmas poems for you, I wrote about three years ago no more than three years ago four years ago Christmas 2011 just before my first daughter was born Um, and I'm in my living room recording this and I've made my family go into the other room and be quiet so think about that while you're listening to all these warm Christmas poems that um, I'm entering into Christmas cheer by banishing my family as I sit alone reading my poems to a microphone in an empty living room with a cold indifferent world outside the window. I've seen so many things in this queer world that it's a feat to render me agog, and yet I saw them lined up in the cold, outside the church, the entire pavement hogged by well-groomed, bourgeois, middle-class families, the line stretched out the full length of the block, and this was for the bloody sea of E, a queue that rivaled any Apple store the night before they shipped the iPad 3. That's obviously an old poem, you can tell. Perhaps consumerism was no more now that the banks were belly up like whales eviscerated on some Norway shore. As if to prove my point, a father told his daughter that this was the other side of Christmas when she asked if Santa would be waiting for them when they got inside. A few feet further on, the penny dropped when I glanced to the side entrance and spied. A line of children clutching toy sheep props and wearing tea towels on their precious heads with face-paint beards, an infant acting troupe to tell the tale of baby butcher Herod and pregnant women turned away from inns to give birth to the only son of God among the cows, donkeys and chickens, though these seasonal Christians would be spared hearing that their children use the word virgin. I can only hope this whole thing will be dead by the time that my kids act in Christmas plays. We'll keep those tatty tea towels off their heads and dress them up like each member of Slade. It's the final one. It's called The Red Menace. This was published in The Morning Star. If you want to read all of these poems, you can go on to themundanecomedy.wordpress.com. That's The Mundane Comedy or OneWord.wordpress.com. And um, this whole year's worth of Terza poems that I wrote between 2011 and 2012 are on there. So this is the last one, which was also, as I said, in The Morning Star The Red Menace. Father Christmas is a capitalist and a bastard as well, to boot. Exhibit A. He gives the rich kids ponies and Xboxes while all the kiddies get down the estate a uh, pound shop knock-offs of their actual choices, Barbette, Transformtrons and G.I. James. But he hates Jews and Muslims even worse, leaving them out of the giveaway completely and NATO carpet bombing in reverse as he rains gifts down casual Christian chimneys. Exhibit B. You've seen the snowman, right? Don't tell me that the bastard didn't see the bitter end to come, the snowman's plight to melt into a mush on Boxing Day. That's why he gave the kid a scarf that night, so that when Frosty's soul drifted away, the scarf would say, ha-ha, it wasn't a dream, it happened, your mate's a slush puppy. So kiddies, don't waste your wishes on him, this walking soft drink advert right instead to Karl Marx, to redress the fat man's crimes, to take the surplus from the rich homesteads and give them evenly to every creed, from each according to their Christmas excess, to those according to their daily needs. Merry Christmas everyone.
3: I am Fikayo Balugu. Um this poem is about Christmas for me in a different country and how it's different from where I come from. Plus two, three, four, ten more numbers and the scream cuts through the silence of my room. Hello. Clustered with molecules of children's laughter, mothers' cautions, breaking bones and barking dogs, seeps through the speaker. I try to pick our words, like sounding salty, fades in and out, like our tongue is on life support. We're only hours apart. Attached by disconnected circuits, we are frozen in space. Hello? 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 You're breaking up? Hello? The thunder runs through my chest. I'm a child again, wondering if she'll be back. A feet slapping the marble floor replaces the chaos I can barely hear, her voice is sealed in robotic static she can barely hear me, I'm the uncomfortable silence. After ten seconds that seems like hours I hear her, clear as crystal, sorry the noise is much. The smile rusted in her voice bounces, bounces off the wall, painting it in colours of red like the blood of the chicken now being crushed like iceberg by the titanic marks chatting behind her. Merry Christmas, she says. Thank you, ma, I answer, fearing if I say the traditional same to you, ma, I may open the river of pain, slapping the border of my throat. If I say same to you, I may be lying. No, not like that. You see, I love my mountain bits, but the bits of frozen chicken from her in the dirty plate by the corner is brewing a most of envy and as much as i want to wish her a merry merry christmas i wish her christmas was merry by my side in this land of people that don't look or talk like me five christmas away from home i because she says a pierced heart rises through the way she called me and i see this is a two-way street a double headed sword slicing us both apart making us bleed on the testy ground of words not spoken hugs dried like expired milk we make small talk. Did you go for mass? she asks. Yes, I lied. It wasn't really a lie, I mean, I got to the church and it didn't seem like Christmas. You see, the Christmas match I know is a battleground with hammies of bright ghillie spread like fishes on land dancing to the rain of drums and tambourine, children covered in glit- glitters running around in dresses bought months ago. That is the only Christmas present they'll get. This would join the collection of party and church dresses at the bottom of their boxes. We don't do Christmas trees, you see. We go to the market and buy robes worthy of princes and princesses for our children. We select a befitting attire and then go to church to dance like David danced. Trust me when I say, mine is is a praising country. We kill chickens and cook rice. We dust the mortar and boil the spinach. Yes, I didn't lie. I went. The church does just, just didn't feel like Christmas. I turned back when, I, when all I saw at mass was hoodie and old people barely murmuring imps. So I called mother to hear a familiar melody and feel the merriness of Christmas. I, I miss you, ma, I say. I know dear, but Christmas is for families and I mean every stranger you smile at today, she says. So I went back home, carried the box of chocolates I was saving for later. I put on my main coat and step into the empty streets. Oh, sweet snow, fresh, cold hair on my face. I walk, offering every soul I meet with smile and a chocolate. An hour later, I arrive at a location, sweating, an empty box of chocolate and an empty smile. Oh my goodness, Vikaio, your hands are frozen, my friend says. I fall into our warm hands and flood out with all the love I have left. When my mother calls tonight, I'll be wishing her a Merry Christmas and sing her this Christmas song. Keresi mesi, keresi mesi day, keresi mesi day. I'll be your look bala confronoa, ni lu betliem. And it's your job, aye, ra ye, I was eating, I was I I was a butter, be. Womb will come off from Jess. Womb I Baba sha day day Thank you um, my name is Fikayo Balogun again um, if you want to read more of my writings um I put them on my blog kaiyobalogun.wordpress.com Thank you very much
4: Grim chip on a festive tip. The power of positive thinking. I don't believe that everything will be just fine. I don't believe that you'll always be mine. I don't believe that everything will turn out for the best. I don't believe that I'll feel better once I've got this off my chest. I don't believe we're going to be okay. I don't believe a single word they say. I don't believe that if I work hard I'll do well. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe that a new car or a new sofa or a newborn babe will really make me happy. I don't believe that I'll have missed that much if I don't ever change a nappy. I don't believe in long walks on the beach with wife and kids and Labradors. I don't believe salvation's within reach in life, liberty or the pursuit of laughter and applause or in clutching at straws. I don't believe that it's exciting to be fighting a lost cause. I don't believe that life is all too brief. I don't believe that it's too short for grief. I don't believe that I lack self-belief. Just that I don't believe in Santa Claus. I don't believe that it's worthwhile pretending. I don't believe there'll be a happy ending. I don't believe my love is worth descending. I don't believe. I'm not expecting that you should conceive of me as being more than just another ranter. I don't believe this whole wide world, this worldwide web of self-deceit we weave. I don't believe, I am beyond belief. Just like I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe in Santa. Uh, and uh, this one is short and nasty. A little of both. The advert says choose happiness, but we know the revolution Will not go better with coke That if we all spit together we can drown The bastards grind you down, it ain't no joke It's illegitimate, the literati and the illiterate Flat share, flat out, flat broke Personal or business? A little of both.
5: Hi everyone. My name is Travis Alabanza. I'm a London-based performer, writer, um, poet, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm black. I'm hello fucking queer. And uh, yeah, so a lot of my work is about that. Thank you so much for having me on Luna Podcast today. Um, I'm going to read two poems, and I think because this is the Christmas podcast, I try to like look at what Christmas means to me. Um, and a lot of the time, I think about church. I think about tradition. I think what it means to be black. Um, So yeah, this one's called To Be Read in Church. Because we were told that our bodies couldn't meet. That my brown complexion should never rustle against the charcoal of your hands. That the curl in my hair should never be caught on the knots in your braids. Because we were told to never share the cocoa butter in our bathroom. Because we were told to meet in the secrecy of back streets, that we could never be pleased of our lips crossing roads, that we must always stand in opposite pews when at church, because we were told to never preach the phrases we kept whispered. Because we were told to be black and proud until that meant holding hands, that we can march on the streets as long as our heels are at home, that we could only have our grandma's red stain on our cheeks, because we were told our manhood must be preserved. But I remember realising that your eyes were also brown, that both our Sundays were spent with black notes screaming from the keys, that our seasons spill from the fullness of the pan and loud maternal roars engulf over our ears. I remember realising that both our hands became ashy in the cold, that we both require touch to keep our skin strong, that without care our cracks begin to open and that we were both brave for holding on. I remember realising that hiding in black hands is the war of our mothers that in the grounds of trodden lands is stories like our own that in the breath of our gods holds a smell like our sheets and that this fruit is only forbidden if we make it so so the next one i'm gonna read um i'm actually really annoyed this isn't like a video cast because i shaped it in a christmas tree um i've been doing loads of like silly poetry gifts for my friends because i'm thinking i won't have enough money to get presents this year so One of those presents is lots of Christmas tree-shaped poems, and this is kind of about, reflecting about being queer at Christmas, and how Christmas may mean different things for different people, especially in the queer world. And it's really short. It's called Holiday Season. So imagine a Christmas tree projected on when this is happening. (laughs) (coughs) I wonder if this Christmas, they will remember my pronouns, or not call me man, If they will let me wear nail varnish, mascara, or maybe even a dress for New Year. I wonder if this Christmas we can go a dinner without me wanting to change my name. Run away to a utopia made of glitter bulbuls and rainbow-tinted tinsel round my neck where Santa is a brig-brown, gender-fluid spirit that gives you femme presents like lipstick or lashes. I wonder if this Christmas I can stand over the mistletoe with my partner. Or that I can kiss him, them, z, her, and not shrivel up. I wonder, oh well, there's always going to be next year instead. I hope everyone has a really happy holiday, no matter how you're spending it. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter for more ramblings, um, I'm Travis Alabanza, without the A in Travis. Thank you.
6: OK, I've been asked by David Turner to do some poems for Christmas. I don't do Christmas, so whatever you get is what you get. My name is Mishimoref. Moreff. People call me a poet. I suppose I am. I just like writing rubbish. This one is called Say Cheese. You know when people want you to be happy at Christmas? Say cheese. That's all they want you to do. Smile. Because it's Christmas. Now, call me old fashioned if you must. It's actually a bit of a catchphrase of mine, actually, even though I'm not old fashioned. But why should I smile just because it's Christmas? I never wish you a Merry Christmas or a Happy New Year anyway. So tell me, why should I smile just because it's bloody Christmas? Something I don't celebrate, don't enjoy, and don't really like. Smile? Have you ever noticed what a two and eight my Hampsteads are in? So don't even go there and say cheese, because I'll be right fucking cheesed off. We don't all have to smile to be happy. And now I'm not happy because you tell me to smile, which means you have won. I am a miserable old git, are you happy now? Bar fucking humbug. So that was that one. See, I can cheer up a little bit. And this one, and stop laughing you in the background, that's Mr. Turner himself. This one, of course, in case you don't know, he's popped down to record this at my spiritual home at the Church of Edgar Kale, which is Dully Jamlet Football Club. Um, Team I've support since I was a little boy. We're challenging for the Isthmian League title this year. Hopefully, you never know. This one's called Bugger Bogner, because recently we played away at Bogner Regis Town, a ground we always struggle at, but we did okay and we won there for once. So this one's called Bogner, and I wrote it on the supporters coach coming home. Some grounds are unlucky, we call it all a jinx. Just bad luck or not good enough, despite what everyone thinks. We tend to struggle at Bogner, that seems the rule of thumb which is why when you mention them we come over all glum. We did them in the playoffs, having been 31 points behind. That was our best result, apart from today when we shined. Turning up in numbers, 200 fans or more. Business as usual one down, facing the same old losing score. But today was different, a top of the table race. Time for the mighty Dulwich fight back and putting Bogner firmly in their pace. Finishing 3-1 to the Hamlet, I had to wipe away a tear. Frightened that I might temperate, but feeling this could be our year. I'm used to disappointment, too many years of hurt, to claim we'll win the title, not going to bet my shirt. This year could be our destiny, not being top of the league since 49, a number that also happens to be my age, a clutching at straws lucky sign. No idea if this is our destiny, or just my hope and dream. But if that really does happen, I'm not just going to beam, for I will be delirious, more emotional than you've ever seen. For if we're Isthmian League champions, are we leading the huge Congo around Goose Green? And who knows if we will lead a Congo around Goose Green? But when we won the division below Division 1 South in 2013 on the last day of the season, we were still Congoing around Goose Green about in East Dulwich at one o'clock in the morning. Fact. And this last one, of course, as I said, it's Christmas. So I thought I'd do another Christmas one. Unsurprisingly, it's in the same vein as the other one. And this one's called Contentedly Bar Humbug. I'm quite proud of my little flat, even though it's a dump, because mine's got no Christmas tree, proud to be a grump. I've got Metro's from last month, not a Christmas card in sight. I prefer to be all alone, my perfect silent night. If I'm really honest, it's the falseness I can't stand, All that shallow Merry Christmas, pretending to enjoy the Sally Army Band. Acting oh so caring as we reach the end of the year. Just another excuse to pig out, knocking back the beer. Now there's nothing wrong with that in it's own little way, but it's all that false jollity just because it's Christmas day. You call me a Grinch or Scrooge, misery guts or worse. To be honest I don't give a fuck, which is why I'm doing this unfestive verse. Why should I be nice because it's Christmas, shouldn't we be nice all year round, instead of just right now because you feel duty bound. Thank you family for the invites. Apart from the food, I'd be bored to tears. For me, Christmas is an irrelevance. You should have learned that down the years. You will wear your crimbo jumpers that make you look a tit. And thanks to all the once-a-year drinkers, even going to the pub is shit. In my own way, I'm more than happy as I keep my front door shut. It doesn't mean I'm lonely, even though I'm stuck in a rut. I'll still have a decent dinner, a tasty bit of roast chicken or beef. Feasting because I want to, not in the name of mock religious belief. DVDs from charity shops, see I can do nice too, without having to pander to the crazy consumerists too. Do what you want on the 25th, celebrate as you like, but don't dare moan at me for not taking part on your fucking bike. If you wish me a Merry Christmas, sorry I prefer my football boxing days. If you want to see a smile on my face, come and do the jamlet and beat the Ks. And that refers to Boxing Day, 3 o'clock kickoff, Champion Hill Stadium, Dulwich Hamlet versus Kingstonian. £10 for adults, all concessions, £4, cheapest in non league football, and all under 12s free. Merry Christmas if we win.
0: Hello again. So that was uh, Christmas 2015 from the Lunar Poetry Podcast. Um, this all started in 2014, but I'm sort of treating this as the first Christmas because um, I'd only done two interviews before last Christmas, so this is, sort of feels like a one year anniversary of sorts. And, um, you know, I normally take the piss out of people listening and poets in general, but I do really appreciate anyone that's been listening and everyone that's been on the podcast. Um, it's, you know, it really, honestly would have just been me shouting. Uh, without poets (laughs) answering Um, so I really appreciate it and especially to uh, the people I don't know because that's really weird, there are people there are strangers uh, listening to this and it freaks me out every time I meet someone at an event and they've been listening to the podcast without me badgering them on Facebook Uh, uh, big thank you to Lizzie who's still sitting opposite me um, who's co-hosted Quite a few of these now and wouldn't have put out so much this year if it hadn't been for her help and Michelle Madsen. And um, oh, what's her name? Oh, yeah, Menende, <laughs> Kyla um, I think the union stuff is going to start up again um, next year in Putney, so check that out. It's Union at the Half Moon, and uh, check out Michelle Madsen's stuff online. She's um, got some interesting stuff coming up next year. Uh, Lizzie and I will probably do some. We've stopped our regular Silence Found a Tongue nights now in Waterloo, but we're going to do some one-off stuff next year. Um, I'm going to finish with a poem. Um, uh, I didn't know what to read, so I thought I'd just choose something that I've really liked this year, and it happens to be a Christmas poem as well. But um, I was going to choose from a collection that I've enjoyed, but there's been a few this year. Um, most notably Emma Hammond and uh, Emily Berries, but they're not necessarily out this year, but I did buy them this year. And I forgot to bring them down. So I can't remember who they're published by. Google and share that. but This is uh, amazing. This Now this definitely isn't out this year. It's getting on a bit now, but it's called Terrifying Ordeal. And it's a collection of poems by Paul Bertle. B-I-R-T-I-L-L who I definitely recommend you go and see is amazing it's out through hearing eye uh, and the poem um, is called Christmas in bedsit land Christmas is coming and there's a violent maniac in the attic he keeps threatening to come down and give me a good ironing because I have lots of coolers and he has none I told the landlady, but she says she can't evict him until he actually gives me the item. He says he's going to do it right after the Queen's speech, and I believe him. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you. Happy Christmas. Thank you lot. Everyone. (laughs) And if you don't celebrate
4: Christmas, don't worry. Um, It'll be over soon. (laughs)